You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. I'm your host, KC, and I'm back. It's been a while since I've been on the airwaves, like three weeks or something, since I've, I was last here. Uh, it, it's been fun. I, I was on vacation. I had some fun. And now it's time to enter the final stage of the Sega Lounge. So as uh, you probably know already, since I've announced it on the final episode of the Manic Monday Show, um... I'm, I'm going to be leaving Radio Sega soon, and so these will be my last few shows on the station. Uh, some last few episodes of the Sega Lounge that will be airing in the next couple of months. This is the first one with a very special guest uh, this week, Adam, who is uh, directing uh, a new documentary about Shenmue. Uh, it's called A Gamer's Journey, The Definitive History of Shenmue. So he'll be here on the show in a bit. Uh, we'll be talking to Adam and having some fun. We'll also be playing some of his musical picks from the Shenmue series. Some awesome tunes. And we'll also get a brand new Sega Lounge Challenge. Uh, I know I've missed them, so I hope you're excited for a new Sega Lounge Challenge. What will it be this week? We'll see. We'll see. So I hope you're joining us live on Radio Sega. Not really live, but, you know, while this is airing on Radio Sega on Thursday. And if you are, you can join us on Discord. RadioSE.ga slash Discord. Join us there for some fun times and chat with the awesome people who are listening to the show as well. Or tweet at Radio Sega if you just want to give us a shout out and let us know what you're thinking uh, about the interview or even the Kickstarter project uh, that we'll be talking about a little bit later on in the show. As per usual, our guests pick the music. And that's what we also did tonight. So we had Adam Scipione uh, choose the music for us to play on the Sega Lounge. And so we'll start with Up the Roof from Shenmue 2 to get you pumped up for what's coming up next. So don't go anywhere. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And this is Up the Roof because next up we'll be fighting against Adam. No, we'll, we won't be fighting. We'll just be chatting with Adam. He's a great guy. Stick around.
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega and this week uh, it's my pleasure to welcome a very special guest uh, to the show. Hello Adam, Adam Scipione, right? That is correct. Amazing. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome to the show Adam. Thank you for, for coming on the Sega Lounge and on Radio Sega. You're here to talk about uh, a very interesting Kickstarter project that we'll talk about in a bit but let's start with uh, you, just you, Adam. So, who are you? How did you get into video games? And what what made you, you know, uh, try Shenmue, for example? And why did you love it so much? Sure. So, um, I've been playing video games since I was about four or five years old. Um, my mother's cousins they moved back to Italy at a really young age, and they left their super behind, uh, as well as a copy of. Street Fighter. And that was the first video game I've ever played. And I fell in love with it immediately. And then shortly thereafter, um, my dad started bringing home various Nintendo games and it just became like uh, part of my daily routine. And I kept with it all throughout, basically up until now. I'm 28 years old, so I've been consistent gamer since then. And uh, in regards to Shenmue, I discovered that when I was in the seventh grade, and it was Shenmue 2 for the Xbox that I played first because my older brother had brought a copy home uh, with a bunch of other games that he had made. And I, I thought it looked interesting um, just based on like what I read on the back and the cover art. And I was like, oh, I'll give this game a chance. So I watched the, the film that was included in the box, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I think I'll really like this game. And I was right, and I've been a Shenmue fan ever since. 
Awesome. That was your first experience with Shenmue, right? So you didn't know anything about the series whatsoever? No, and I think it's because uh, maybe in like the, the, my ecosystem of, of friends and uh, gamer, gamer culture that I was a part of, um, I was very much like a raised Nintendo and none of my friends <laughs> had anything. I think I had one friend who had a Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> um, in retrospect, I think it might be like a North American versus a, a United Kingdom thing mm -hmm. um, where I know it was really big. Sega was had a really strong presence in that part of the world. Maybe just in my particular little hometown in Ontario, mm -hmm. uh, Sega wasn't that big. <laughs> so uh, it was something, Sega was something I discovered and became a big fan of way later in life. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so you you uh, saw the movie before actually playing Shenmue 2? Yes, like the first thing that I ever did was because I'm very, very like meticulous with how I approach things. Like I don't want to just rush into a game if there's a full, um, like, uh, edited film describing what happened before. So that was mm -hmm. the first um, experience with Shenmue I ever had. Movie that came with the Xbox version, and then after that, I played the one on the Xbox, and then I immediately tracked down a Dreamcast and a copy of Shenmue. And I did it the proper way. Okay, awesome. That's yeah. that's very interesting. So, so you you started the, you went the long way around, right? So you. I did, through. yeah. It was a bit of a roundabout <laughs> way, but I, I made it there eventually. So I, I, I think I could safely say that I'm a fan of the series, um, along with everybody else. Amazing, amazing. So what what's what's it uh, like for you? So what is it about Shenmue that made you become a fan? Obviously, Shenmue two. Uh, had a big impression on you because you you mm -hmm. went and got a, a Dreamcast in the first game. So, what is it about the Shenmue series? I know this is usually not very uh, easy to explain to people who haven't played the game oh, or yeah. whatever. That's but so true, everybody. What, I what ask, is it? It's a very yeah, different answer. Yeah. So, so uh, for you personally, what is it about Shenmue, in in a few words, that makes it so so special? Um, all right, I'll I'll think of a few words. <laughs> But I just want to say off the top, this is exactly the question I'm trying to answer with this film. Finding out what makes Shenmue so popular. Uh, personally, it's a combination of all of the elements that make up the game. So it's, um, you know, the music, the uh, the open worldness at the time. Obviously, games have expanded since then. Mm -hmm. um, the characters, the relationship, everything just felt real, and a lot of care went into creating the game and it just felt like I was a part of something that was actually happening that actually existed rather than just oh I'm gonna kill some time for a few hours I, I felt very very invested um, the big thing that I think sets Shenmue apart from other games is the, the way it was paid in the sense that you would be trying to solve whatever current quest you were on um, let's say like For example, trying to find Charlie in the tattoo parlor, and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, and then you get the cutscene. And as soon as you hit that cutscene, I, I would just feel like this this rush of like, oh my god, I'm making progress. And every <laughs> time I unlocked the cutscene in that game, I just felt like even more and more invested. Hmm, that's an interesting answer, actually. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Never thought I about that. I kind of equated to having like a Pavlovian response, like uh, <laughs> you know, the bell and the dog tools. I see a cutscene and I, I get more and more interested in what's happening. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, but that, that's that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. I remember that that, that exact feeling yeah. as well. Yeah, awesome, awesome answer. And so, being such a massive fan of the Shenmue series, uh, you decided to. Uh, start a little project that is now on Kickstarter, but I know, uh, and uh, according also to the um, the description of the project on, on on Kickstarter, that you started this a few years back, right? So this is not just something that you uh, a couple of months ago woke up and said, "I'm going to do a Kickstarter project for a Shenmue documentary." So this is like a, a, a long time coming, right? Yes, this is uh, very much a long time labor of love. I think I came up with the idea like late 2014. And back then, obviously, it was before the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter was even on anybody's radar. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, it was just like I recently discovered Shenmue 500K, and I saw that every 
everybody in the community you know, doing something to try to raise awareness in general, so, you know, try to keep the game alive in whatever way they could. And I, I had just graduated film school and I thought, you know what, like I'm halfway decent with the camera. Um, maybe I'll start networking with some fans and maybe I could even get some of the English voice actors to talk with me on camera and I could just make like a short little 15, 20 minute mini documentary on why people watch Homo and and uh, and try to show whoever watches it that there's still um, there's still an audience out there who'd love to mm -hmm. see a Shenmue 3. Um, and that's kind of how the project started. And like, yeah, it's, it's snowballed <laughs> to something like <laughs> I never thought it would be. And now it's on Kickstarter. Exactly. So it's called A Gamer's Journey, The Definitive History of Shenmue, right? So this yes. is like a documentary. It's a mouthful, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's I think, appropriate for, for what it is. Uh, and so what's, uh, obviously, it's not going to just be like 10, 15 minutes long anymore. Uh, so what's, what's your goal with this? So you went to Kickstarter to get some funding. Uh, what do you yes. want to achieve with this project? And what can people pledging towards this expect from, from this, this film? Sure. So um, shortly after the Shenmue Kickstarter, we actually reached out to Yu Suzuki and his team. And we showed, we cut together about like a nine minute pitch video showing them what we had accomplished so far and basically laid out, this is what we want to do. We want to make a 90 minute like feature length documentary on the history of the Shepard franchise and tell the story in, um, in a way that hasn't been done before in the sense that like, we have been really immersed in that environment. Um, and he was really receptive to that idea. So in the three years that I had worked on it up until the Kickstarter um, you know I had built it and built it and built it and then obviously the Kickstarter is to just help fund the remainder of what we need to do obviously go to Japan and get all that footage so the people who could back us now on Kickstarter they are basically going to get a feature length uh, documentary about Shenmue about the history of Shenmue and about um, I guess Yusan's career and um I, I really think that it's going to be told in a way that, um, like, you know, the videos on that exist right now on YouTube, um, just not even close to the level that they are now. And I say that with confidence, well, as much confidence as I can, um, because the people that I'm working with, uh, Definitive Films and Pop Pop Media, they have a string of documentaries based on various things in pop culture, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, which was, I think, sold to Paramount. So I think a lot of people might have seen that one. And then the recently released um, Power of Grace, History of He-Man, the Master of the Universe. Hmm. Uh, so those two films are an example of kind of like the deep dive process and how immersed we get into the franchise. Awesome. And so how did you get this team uh, to get behind this, actually? So you obviously started this on your own. This was like a fan project at the time, right? This was a fan project started by me, but mm -hmm. I live in a town called Goddard, Ontario. It's actually Canada's prettiest town, the sign <laughs> says. And uh, so these guys, they live here. So when I moved to this town, I quickly linked up with them because I was into video production. They had their own business and I wanted to get involved in that world. So I learned about what they were doing with the Turtles project. And, you know, I had helped out on things here and there. And then when I came to them with my Shenmue idea that I had done, I was like, hey, do you think this would be a good entry to the Definitive Films franchise? And um, Randall and Mark saw it. They saw that there was a, um, a fan base, like a Shenmue fan community. And they're like, okay, we see some interest in this. Like, this actually has potential. And as soon as the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter happened, we found ourselves in the middle of telling this story with people on board to help us tell the story that were involved in the making of the film. So, um, yeah, we just kind of ran it after that, and they've been very supportive ever since. Awesome, awesome. And so there's already a, a long list of people uh, who are on board, like Yu Suzuki, so the mm -hmm. English voice actors, or some of the English voice actors. Um, you have people who... Uh, are known around the community for being you know, really big uh, Shenmue fans like Adam Korolik, uh, 
Peter Moore as well is is also on board. So, but you you still want to get other people, right? So, are there any is there anything that developed between the the, the start, the launch of the Kickstarter project, and today that you can tell us about, or not really? Um, well, basically, what's laid out in the Kickstarter is kind of like our, our wish list, um, mm -hmm. specifically um, the Japanese dev. That's the big one, and that's where a lot of the funding would come you know, just to get a team over to Japan for however many weeks it takes to get all those interviews. Um, we're going to try to get as many of them as we can. Obviously, there's going to be a few that we might not be able to get, but we're going to prioritize the ones who are involved in the actual production of the game. Um, it would be awesome if we could get some of the other video game personalities, like the um, uh, like some of the names I think I have there are like uh, like Jeff Keighley, who I don't know if he's big in, in Europe, but in North America, he's a very recognizable face in the video game industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and and yes, yeah, so some reference Sony um, that would also be ideal. But our main focus is obviously the um, the Japanese dev, and then. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll basically just try our best in the context that we have to try to get more and more people on board. And we've never really received a flat out no. Like everyone we've reached out to has really interested in the mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I think I think we are in good hands in that regard. Awesome, awesome. Uh, by the way, what was uh, did you actually have to get to to speak to you, son, yourself, or? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So I actually, like, so in the trailer, there's some footage like, of the development studio. Like, mm -hmm. I'm working on, like, a very early build of Shenmue 3. That was taken in about 2016, like, late 2016. So I had gone there already um, after we had emailed back and forth to just kind of introduce myself. Uh, you know, they let me take a bit of footage and kind of um, see what was going on just so we could build a little bit of material for our inevitable Kickstarter campaign. Awesome, that's that's amazing. So uh, yeah. what was uh, Yusun's reaction to this, your project, to your film? Um, he, I think he seems very, very open and on board with the idea. Um, the pitch video that we had sent him uh, that I mentioned before where we were just selling ourselves to him and saying this is who we are, this is what we want to do. He was really impressed with that. He said we had a, um, a very, very detailed layout. He thought we were very professional. He liked the uh, the previous films that Definitive Films had done, that he thought those looked really, really um, like up to par, up to standard. So he, um, yeah, I think he just saw that and decided like okay i think you know this could be good for um for the shenmue franchise you could have a team professionally tell the story awesome that's amazing that's amazing yeah, um, as a fan it's like the biggest thing. yeah i i, I can imagine can only imagine that yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's amazing uh and so i think this is a, a mandatory question for any shenmue fan Uh, sure. Were you watching the the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter announcement at E3 three years ago? Were you, know, you watching funny, it like, live? No. Still, still hate myself to this day for this. So it's <laughs> like every year I had watched E3 live in the hopes that there would be something on Shenmue 3. <laughs> and the one time I'm like, you know what? I'm making a movie about this little game that could, and it just could could not any longer you know so <laughs> i kind of decided in that year you know what i don't think it's gonna happen let's just give it a rest out of it you got to put it put it out of your mind and then of course that's the year when it happened so i was not watching live but my phone <laughs> started blowing up immediately um people were texting me the number three i was like what the hell does this say that? um and then i was like oh my god ed yeah it's it was it was insane <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I almost fell asleep actually because it was late here in Europe. Uh, right. It was like 2 a.m. or something when the announcement was made, and uh, I was uh, lying on my couch, all, half asleep. When suddenly I I just hear the 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 first few chords of the music, and I, whoa, no, no, I, I jump, <laughs> I jump off my couch, and yeah, I I I don't think I screamed. My wife was asleep. 
Uh, I don't yep. think I screamed, but I was very, very close to. So, yeah. Uh, amazing yeah, the, day. The reaction videos are just, uh, just something <laughs> else. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so how can people get behind this? That's the, the million dollar question. Not million dollar because you, yes. you're only asking for 19,000, around 19,000. Uh, is this US dollars? Perhaps. No, so this is in so, Canadian. So in Canadian dollars, the target goal is 25,000. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. why I'm getting 19,205. That's US dollars yes, for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. so on your end. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. shows for me on my on my page. Yeah, but yeah, but it, uh, yeah, yeah, it oh, says here. A... Yeah, so so you, you currently uh, have um, so you're asking for twenty five thousand, and you currently have thirty five uh, thirty thousand actually eight hundred thirty five. Yes, just over thirty thousand. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And so, what? Uh, how can people get behind this? So, what kind of? Uh, obviously, they can pledge. That's the biggest way to get behind this. But yes. what uh, what kind of tier, different tiers, different rewards will people get uh, for pledging? Uh, sure. So the um, let me see. So we have a bunch of like high level rewards. People ended up pledging like really early on the first couple days, which mm -hmm. I did not think at all. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Right now, we have a few different options. So there's if people just want to see the digital version or they just want a, a physical copy, at the, um, uh, I think it's 13 Canadian for the digital version and 25 for the DVD. Um, but the, the real collector's edition that we're trying to push is anybody who gets the Blu-ray version of it, they have access to all of the special features that we're getting in our specials. So. Um, like behind the scenes content, extended interviews. Um, a fan actually had an idea to create a booklet inside the case that kind of looks like Leo's journal. Okay. And that's going to be like um, photos and, and stories of our, our, our journey, you know, the, some of the stuff we see at WiseNet. So that's a nice little incentive for people who are really into collecting. Um, if they want to pledge a bit more, you know, $59.99 if you get your name and a photo in the end credits to kind of um you know go that extra mile to, mm -hmm. to be to be like the, the ultimate Shenmue fan so to speak um so we're trying to give people a, a different degree of tiers um depending on how much they want to play awesome so there's also like a, a higher tier like 150 canadian dollars for the chance of actually being in a, a special you know section extra section of the film right yeah uh, so that's actually a pretty popular one. um mm -hmm. so we have the 149 one where um we're giving people a chance to record like a three minute video of and it could be whatever they want of, of uh, their story about Shenmue, how they got into it how it impacted their life and then i'll be compiling those um as a section in the bonus features and then there's also people who could appear in a 30 second segment in the end credits mm -hmm. um and that people have been pretty into that one too really i'm just trying to allow people to uh, be included in various degrees if they want and if they just want a digital copy of the movie they have that option as well but like honestly any amount helps um because i'm i don't want to say the amount of my own money i've sunk into this in the first three years but i fully expect there to be um you know more things uh in the future but i'm fully prepared to do whatever it takes to make this film happen awesome and that's that's what people I think expect when pledging towards this this campaign as well. So uh, right yeah. now you're over uh, your goal already. So 16 days to go uh, to go uh, at the time of the recording of this interview. Um, 531 backers, which is amazing as well. Um, I know. Yeah, crazy. So over 500 people and and counting. So what, mm -hmm. when can people expect to get the finished product? That's hard to say for sure. I, I, mm -hmm. ideally, I'm, the schedule that I'm trying to follow in my head is if we can get to Japan in the first few months after the Kickstarter is over and there's no issues with uh, scheduling on any of anybody's end that we're going to interview, um, I'd like to have it out by late 2019. Of course, there are 
uh, challenges and obstacles that could arise. Um, uh, Yu Suzuki's still developing the game, so we're very much dependent on their schedule. So if we want to come in October or November, that'd be awesome. But if something happens where they say, hey, you know what, we really need to focus on the development of this game, can we do it another time? We ultimately have to respect that. So of course. Um, that's something that will kind of change and evolve um, as things progress on, on their end and on, on our end. But um, um, I do know that the He-Man documentary that was kickstarted just over a year ago, and they just shipped out the Blu-rays recently. So the turnaround time wasn't that long. I mean, I've I've backed my Kickstarter. I'm still waiting for my copy. And like, <laughs> this is like back in 2014, so I don't want to be. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a few of them, I'm not re even waiting for them anymore. Uh, but that's a different story. <laughs> Please don't be that guy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, so, uh, um, and it's nice to see that you've already put a lot of your, you know, uh, money and hard work into this. So, it's actually uh, it builds up confidence for people to to pledge towards this and, and to actually expect to get something in return. Um, so, people have like uh, a little over two weeks probably less when this is airing on Radio Sega, so get behind this. Uh, you can find the links for the Kickstarter project on the podcast description of the Sega Lounge, and obviously we're going to tweet this out as well, and probably share this on our Discord channel as well. Uh, uh, so, uh, Adam, thank you very much. Um, I, I was going to say goodbye, but uh, not really, because I have a surprise for you, but that's coming after... Oh. Uh, don't say oh in that excited manner because you don't know what's coming. So, uh, so, but that's coming after uh, the music break. Uh, we're gonna play a, a couple of of Shenmue tracks, um, and when we come back on the Sega Lounge, Adam uh, has you know has a surprise coming. What's that? We'll see. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music, 24-7. back to the Sega Lounge. I'm here with Adam, uh, who's currently asking for your help to fund uh, a very awesome uh, Shenmue documentary. And so, Adam, uh, you know, to make people believe you, I think you need to, you know, show them, 
you're really, really a, a big Shenmue fan. That's why, uh, and this is not just for Shenmue fans, but it, this is for everyone who comes on the Sega Lounge. We have a little something called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy, that's the correct, that's, that's the appropriate reaction. That's what I was looking for. But don't say oh boy just yet, because uh, I think you need to listen to the intro to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. So that's that's the Sega Lounge Challenge. Welcome to your doom. Uh, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge, uh, Adam. And so, as you heard our good friend James Earl Jones saying, it can be anything we want. It could be. Uh, in reverse music for you to identify but instead of that it's going to be a Shenmue quiz okay so I have 10 yes. questions 10 questions um, some are a bit weirder and more obscure than others uh, some I think are very very easy uh, but let's see how you do so most of them are multiple choice questions and one of them is true or false so it's 50-50 Right, so are you ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? I am ready. No, you're not. So let's start with question number one. At the end of Shenmue 1, where does Nozomi tell Ryo she is moving to? Do you want to hear the options or do you want to give me the answer? Oh, I'm going to go right to the answer. So what is it? Nozomi is moving to Canada. Okay. I, I thought this would be a bit easy for, for a Canadian person, but yes, okay, of course, that's that's the correct answer, and that's the, the, the right one. Okay, so that's one point, uh, one out of ten, amazing, amazing, you're off to a good start. Let's go with question number two, ready? I am ready. What is the name of the biker gang led by Terry in Shenmue 1? Options? Or no need? Uh, no need, because the answer is the Mad Angels. Sure, it's not the Crazy Angels. Uh, I'm sure. Or not Hell's Angels. Ooh, it's not the Hell's Angels. <laughs> and that's obviously the correct answer. Well done. So that's two out of two. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. Let's go with number three. Now this is, this is an interesting one, because you probably know this one because you've, you've been researching Shenmue. So true or false? In the original script for Shenmue there were three mirrors instead of just two. True or false? If I get this wrong it would be the ultimate trick question and I am ashamed that I did not know this but I believe it's always been two mirrors so that would be false. So in your you know, extensive research, you never found anything about a third mirror. Not no. yet. Not yet. So you say it's false. I say it's false. However, I'm afraid the answer, your answer is correct, of course. It's false. It's always been two mirrors, of course. <laughs> oh, now I don't know if I could trust anything you say ever again. <laughs> uh, welcome to the second launch. Uh, so, question number four. You're doing great. Three correct answers so far. Question number four. In February 2017, legendary Shenmue composer Ryuji Yushi released a new song. The song was composed in memory of Roger Swan, a fan of the series who passed away in 2010. What's the name of the song? Would you like to hear the options? I would, yeah. I don't okay, so option head. A, Summer Haze. Option B, Spring Blossom. Option C, Winter Sunset. 
so summer haze, spring blossom, or winter sunset? Hmm. Oh, I don't know the answer. So all I can do is guess. Which uh, one do you it? think is... I'm going to the... say winter sunset. Okay, so your answer is C, winter sunset. The yes. new song by Ryuji Yushi, dedicated to a fan of Shenmue. And that is indeed the correct answer. Well done! Awesome! Amazing! So, four, four out of four. Well done. You're doing great so far. So, let's go with uh, a more obscure question, perhaps. Maybe not. I don't know. Number five. In Shenmue 2... Ryo finds an American darts player who thinks all Japanese players are either called Suzuki-san, Sato-san, or Tanaka-san. What's his name? Options? Oh, man. I talked <laughs> to this guy so many times. Yeah, okay, give me the option. <laughs> okay, so option A, Barry Jones. Option B, Rod Stunt. Option C, Gustin Heimer. So Barry Jones, Rod Stunt, or Gustin Heimer? A, B, or C? Well, I know Rod Stunt is the fighter that you fight in Kowloon, and they, they wouldn't use his name twice. There's no way. That third one doesn't sound like a real name. I mean, it does, but not one would be in general. So I'm going to say Barry Jones. Are you sure? I'm sure. Final answer. Final answer. And your answer is correct. Well done. Oh. That's it. <laughs> Barry Jones is indeed the correct answer. Actually, uh, Gustenheimer, I don't recall this one, but it's apparently another American uh, fighter you, you find in, in Shenmue, actually. Uh, oh, I think in Kowloon as well. Yeah. I don't recall this. Yeah, that's what I'll Yeah. So, no, actually, I think this one is in Aberdeen, in Worker Spear, if I'm not mistaken. But I, mm. I have to look that up. Don't, don't quote me on that. But yeah. So, but yeah, so Barry Jones was the correct one, the correct answer. Um, very, very annoying uh, American darts player in Shenmue 2. Yes. <laughs> that's great. Number six. Question six. You're doing great, so you're halfway there. Number six is, which of the following bars is not a location in the Shenmue series? So you, you will find two of these three bars in Shenmue or Shenmue 2, but not one of them. Option A, Eden Bar. Option B, Bar London. Option C, Heartbeats Bar. So Eden Bar, Bar London, Eden Bar Heartbeats Bar. London? Yeah, so Eden Bar, number one, or A. B, Bar London. C, Heartbeats Bar. C is definitely a bar. That much I know. The other two, I, I think it's this, I think it's B. B is the, the not real one. So you don't recall a, a bar called London in the Shenmue series? Uh, no, I don't think it's, I don't think it is. Um, if it's in Shenmue 2, there's a lot more locations in Shenmue 2 and I could miss one. So I'm going B, final B? answer. Final answer. Okay. And your answer is, unfortunately, incorrect. Actually. So Bar London is actually in Shenmue 2. Uh, the, the incorrect answer was Eden Bar. So there's no bar called Eden in the Shenmue series. Mm. There's there's something like that in the Yakuza series, but not in the Shenmue series. So that's uh. it. Yes, yes. But but it's it's cool. So five out of six, not bad at all. Let's go with question number seven. Uh, another maybe a bit obscure question. In Shenmue 2, what's the real name of Cool Z? member of the heavens so cool z option a chris zachary option b chris james 
Option C, Chris Adams. Let me it tell is... you that all of, of all of these Chris's are with a Y, by the way. Yes. <laughs> oh, with, yes, yes, of course. Um, yeah, it's, it's B. It's B. So you say Chris James? Yes. Even though it's cool Z? Even though it's cool Z, it's I'm pretty sure it's B. I think James Reiner told me that. Shout out to James Reiner, by the way. Ultimate okay. Ultimate fan. <laughs> and so you're correct. Of course, it's uh, Chris James. <laughs> the Zachary there was a trick question. Yeah, uh, or trick option. Okay, awesome. Number eight. We're almost done. And you're doing amazing. So, uh, number eight. In Shenmue 1, this is a very, very... This is probably the most difficult one. This is uh, this in number 10. In Shenmue 1, Nozomi helps out in her grandmother's shop. Is it? A. A barber shop. B. A pawn shop. Or C. A flower shop. Oh, I, I feel like this might be a trick question because Nozomi works at a flower shop, but I don't know if, like, her grandmother's shop is where she helps and if something else. But I'm going to go with flower. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with C. <laughs> That's the correct one, of course. Oh, okay. Option C, okay. Okay, number nine. This one I didn't know, actually. Uh, in Shenmue 2, on the 12th floor of the Thousand White Building in Kowloon, this okay. is very specific, there's a room named after a certain Virtue Fighter character. Which one? And do you need options or not? I need options because I'm going to guess. Because okay. I did not know that this was a thing. So there's a room, special room, in the Thousand White Building on the 12th floor. Uh, and it's named after a certain Virtua Fighter character. Is it the A, Akira Room? B, Dural Room? Or C, Shumdi Room? A little, a little hint for you. So in oh, this room, okay. you can get a, a, a very rare, I think it's the rarest, capsule toy in the game. Hmm. Is it? I think it's B. Because Akira would be too obvious. And I think I remember hearing that name. So I'm going to go B. So you say Dural Broom. I'm going to say B, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Akira, because it's too obvious. Not Shundi, because it's the old drunk man in the series. So it's definitely B. Dural, that's the correct option. The Dural and, room. Oh, okay. And is, is that <laughs> where you get the rare Dural capsule toy? That's it. Ah, I see, it makes sense. <laughs> the gold one, the gold one. Yes, I didn't know the this. The elusive gold one that I never <laughs> Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> okay, awesome. So... Uh, one one question left. I think this one is the hardest one. So get ready for question number 10, Adam. In Shenmue 1, what does Ryo's friend Tom sell on the streets? Option A, hot dogs. Option B, hamburgers. Or option C, the, you know, the healthier one, fruits and vegetables. This this question is way too hard. It's I can't possibly know the answer to this. It is impossible th to know. But I'm yeah. gonna go with any hot dogs. And I don't know. I don't even know how. But you're extremely lucky because that's indeed the correct answer. Uh, oh believe it or gosh. not. So amazing! <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and with you, nine out of ten correct answers, you get. Uh, our uh, Sega Lounge seal of approval. Amazing. Well done. Congratulations. And, uh, and you, you are now thinking, is that even a thing? That is indeed a thing. Uh, I just need to find it and I will send it to you. It's actually... Um, and when I say seal of approval, I really mean a seal of approval. Adam, anything you'd like to say to the people uh, listening that, you know, are still on the fence about backing the project or not? Uh, sure, yeah. If, if you've seen the campaign and it, that you're still kind of deciding if it's something that you would be interested in, 
I urge you to check out uh, Turtle Power, the definitive history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Power of Grayskull, the definitive history of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and um, and and just see those as a as a as I guess as a template of how the deep dive process works. Like we fully expect to go there and go into the archives and dig up old concept art, photos of the development, you know, old videos, that kind of thing, and just really, really make this like the ultimate history of Shenmue in a 90 plus minute film. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much again for coming on the show. How can people find you uh, apart from the Kickstarter project? Can people find you somewhere on the interwebs and get in touch or know more about the project as it progresses? Um, yeah, so I'm pretty active on the Kickstarter. So if you send a message, I'll try to get back to you. I'm also uh, just signed up the new Shenmue Dojo um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I post there when I can. And uh, yeah, those are my two. Or follow me on Instagram if you like some pictures of dogs. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Instagram at Adam Cipione. Excellent, excellent. And there you go. There's your seal of approval uh, for you. Uh, our <laughs> official Sega Launch seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> That's my desktop. <laughs> very, very disturbing seal uh, <laughs> with thumbs and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> Adam, thank you very much. All the best for the project. So, uh, people remember, you can still pledge. There's a couple of weeks left to, to you know, um, pledge towards the Kickstarter project. Uh, the, the the definitive history of Shannon is, is coming courtesy of Adam uh, and the, the whole crew. Thank you very much for coming on the show. All the best for your future projects and let us know when... Whenever you decide to tackle another Sega a series or something in film form. Thank you very much. It's been fun. Thank you very much.
It's always so good to hear some Shenmue music on Radio Sega. This is the Sega Lounge, and that was our chat with Adam Sipionit. So don't forget to check out the Kickstarter project, A Gamer's Journey, The Definitive History of Shenmue. That's it. Uh, the Kickstarter has 13 days to go now. So this is Thursday, 13 days to go. Currently sitting at... Uh, 24,000 or over 24,000 uh, US dollars that's in US dollars uh, although the project is in Canadian dollars I'm confused because he started showing US dollars for me I don't know but just go pledge if you're a Shenmue fan and if you want to see this awesome documentary coming out uh, it's already funded but you can still pledge so you can get some awesome uh, rewards 543 backers so far with 13 days to go awesome uh, this has been the Sega Lounge thank you very much for joining me for another episode the first of the few last episodes of the Sega Lounge uh, so what's gonna happen next what's when will the next show be what will it be about well the next episode will probably air two weeks from now uh, and it will be a show focused on Sage 2018. So this is, has been a long time coming. I've been in contact with the guys behind this year's Sage event. Uh, and hopefully two weeks from now, we'll have an interview with the Sage guys. And you'll learn more about this year's event that's happening later this month. So don't forget to check that out as well. And hopefully Radio Sega will also be able to cover it a bit more uh, than usual. So as you probably know by now, we are uh, focusing a bit more on our YouTube channel, on our Twitch channel as well. So if you haven't uh, done it yet, please follow us on YouTube or check out our uh, official Radio Sega Twitch channel as well. That's something uh, that you can look forward to. So every now and then we have some streams. Uh, some of the guys in the team are focusing heavily on that. So if you enjoy watching people playing video games and if you enjoy crazy banter, you should check out our Twitch channel as well. And hopefully we can cover some of this year's Sage games as well. So uh, that's something to check out on our YouTube or Twitch channels. Thank you very much for listening once again. Um, thank you again to Adam uh, for uh, being on the show. Check out his uh, Kickstarter project. The links will be in the description of this podcast. And also, if you're, you're following us on Twitter and whatnot, you've probably already seen those uh, some tweets about this. So check out that link and uh, pledge if you can. That said, it's time to go away. It's time to leave you with another amazing Shenmue pick from uh, Adam. He picked uh, what is probably my favorite um, Shenmue song of all time. One of my favorite Sega tunes. It's The Morning Fog's Wave. It's an amazing tune. And it's playing right now on Radio Sega. I've been KC. Thank you very much again for listening in. Don't forget to check out our other shows by going to Radio SE dot j slash shows next one being topical resort tomorrow at 7 p.m with viper bye bye
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.